again, everybody. Welcome back to another bowl preview courtesy of Scott and Scott. I am Scott Steen, lead handicapper over at winnersandwiners.com, and I'm joined, as always, by... Scott Reichel, senior handicapper over at winnersandwiners.com. Together we do a show each and every day, uh, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, called Heading Back to the Window with Scott and Scott, as we attempt to help you be a more profitable sports better and head back to the window to cash those winning tickets more often. So, Scott, bowl game number 26 in the program. This is going to be the Valero Alamo Bowl featuring Oregon and Oklahoma. You know what Valero is, Scott? Uh, the help you remember. What? Valero? Remember the Alamo. Oh, very good. Very good. It's the, uh, actually, yeah, the, the sticky... I think it's the sticky substance that you put on things and they stick together. Isn't that Valero? I believe they were responsible for the entire uh, pitching incident in Major League Baseball. Yes, this past year. absolutely correct. Yeah. So Oklahoma, Scott, four and a half point favorite in this one, 59 and a half is the total. You know, we talked about it here in a couple of our bowl game previews. Uh, this is another situation where not one, but both coaches are leaving. Oregon head coach Marigold Cristobal, he's gone. He's taking the Miami job. Oklahoma coach Lincoln Riley heading for the sunny climate of uh, Southern California as he takes on the responsibilities of coaching the USC Trogan, Trojans. Bob Stoops. Remember Bob Stoops? He's going to be coaching for Oklahoma in this one, a one-game, a one-night-only kind of appearance. Uh, Lincoln Riley, as so often is the case, he brought a few key assistants with him from Norman to USC. None more important than Alex Grinch. Scott, at Christmas, they stole the Grinch. You like that? I feel like the tur- uh, the tables have turned. Absolutely. Uh, Oklahoma, as is their case, uh, they had a lot of, you know, a lot of controversy with uh, Spencer Rattler being benched and everything. But at the end of the day, they still led the Big 12 in, totally, in total offense. The problem, as it so often is, so I'm going to be on the defensive side of the ball for Oklahoma. They're going to be without uh, Nick Bonetto, Perry, and Winfrey. That's not good. And they're also going to be missing a stud linebacker in Brian Asamoah. Oregon, of course, they're not going to be without their opt-outs as well. as They are a good program. They have uh, their deep threat. Devin Williams, wide receiver, he's going to be out. Uh, but the secondary is really taking a hit. Scott, they're going to be without Mikhail Wright and DJ James. James transferred Wright is getting ready for the NFL Oklahoma, you love him. It's Caleb Williams. Um, I wasn't as sold as you were, but he's going to have his chance against a depleted Oregon Ducks defense. And, of course, you've got Kennedy Brooks still there on the uh, in the backfield for Oklahoma. I think he's ready to make a statement as well. Oh, I hate to be chalky here, but I just don't have much to like about this Oregon team. I didn't, I didn't like them during the season. I like them even less without their coach and a bunch of key places, key, key players on defense. Oklahoma certainly not without their struggles, but uh, at the end of the day, I think they cover up the four and a half. As far as the total goes, I think these uh, defenses are going to struggle. I like the over 59 and a half. Yeah, we're in agreement here. Now, Oklahoma is a team that I know is at a hard time really just impressing people because the defense was so bad this season. But you mentioned some of the people in the secondary missing for Oregon. Of course, we got to mention that Thibodeau is out for this game because he's preparing to be oh, yeah, either the number one or the number two pick. Yeah, good catch. Minor, minor detail. Best, in, best defensive but, player on the field won't be there, correct? Yes, but Oregon has been practicing without about 30 scholarship players because they are either injured or getting ready for the draft. That's a lot of guys. Yeah. So Oklahoma might be missing some people, 
They're not missing 30. So I do think that that's going to be a decent reason why you should like Oklahoma because I feel like Oklahoma last year faced off against Florida and Florida was missing about half their team. This year they're facing off against Oregon, who's missing about half their team. I see a similar outcome here. The issue that I have with Oregon is even with all the people out offensively, do you like Anthony Brown? Because I feel like most people don't like Anthony Brown at all. He'll probably do something dumb. He's not the best thrower in the world. Even if you don't like Caleb Williams, I think you'd agree Williams is probably better than Anthony Brown. I'll give you that, yeah. So if Oklahoma has the better quarterback, the better offense, and has more starters playing in this game, then you kind of have to like Oklahoma. I like the Sooners. Give me Bob Stoops to win another one. As for the total, I can't take an under with Oklahoma. I can't do it. Nope. So give me the give me the over and give me Oklahoma. All right, there you go. Well, it took us it took us three um, it took us three previews on Wednesday's action to find a complete agreement, but we finally did it. You and I both like Oklahoma minus the points here and the over fifty nine and a half, and that is going to do it for our preview of the Wednesday bowl games. Finishing, of course, with the Valero Alamo Bowl. You guys, uh, stay tuned. Make sure if you haven't checked out some of our uh, some of our other videos for the games that are being played on Tuesday, you do that as well. And, of course, catch us every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, your favorite your favorite streaming platform, as Scott and I, once again, will be on hand to help you head back to the window. You guys have a great day. Good luck on all your plays. We'll see you next time. Take care, everybody.